Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kanichiha Podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And this past weekend, we went to A-Fest. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh, went to A-Fest last year. We actually talked about it also last year. So this is just us talking about what we did this time, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess to start off, we mailed our badges this time. Yes. That was the first difference. Very, very convenient. Very convenient. More conventions are starting to um, have an option for mail badges, and it's just better for everyone all around. Definitely recommend you guys get your badges mailed to you if you can. Yeah, so we got to completely skip the line this time. Um, they had a separate booth for mailed badges, and we just got our lanyards there. So honestly, we probably didn't even need to go there. We didn't. I didn't have a lanyard, so yeah. I needed to. But you have a nice one that you already picked out, and I wanted to buy one this time, but yeah. um, lost it yeah. in the sea of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the yeah. weird thing was that on the sheet that we got with our badge, mm-hmm. it said that we need to bring the sheet and the badge to the badge pickup. Right. But whenever we got there, she was like, I don't need to see that. Yeah, I think it was, I mean, I feel like with conventions, sometimes the communication between the volunteers and the people who run it is a little lacking. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, so I think that was just an instance of um, we had it set up this way a month ago, right? Because we received our badges in the mail a month ago. And then as we got closer to it, we realized mm, that was an extra step. So never mind. Oh, yeah. I think that's essentially what happened. Fair enough. Because the, um, the badges are, um, what do you call that? I mean, it's NFC. It's NFC activated, which means that there's like a chip in it that you scan. And it just reads that you, you have the NFC that mm-hmm. says, I bought a ticket yeah because one thing that's different about this convention than the other conventions is that their way of showing that you're able to go that you have a um a ticket Mm -hmm. and that you're able to go into like panels and things like that is that you actually scan your your uh your badge your badge yeah right so um I think AFS is the only convention that I know that does that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because most most conventions, you just hold up the badge, right? Right. You so just it's show just the a badge. it's just an extra layer of um, security on their part. Yeah. And I'm sure it's really nice for them. They get less fraud <laughs> that oh, way for yeah. sure. Um, and oh, going back to the mail part, I thought maybe they needed to activate the NFC, but mm-hmm. it seemed like it was already activated. So yeah. Regardless, we didn't have to wait in line at all. So yeah, it was great. We got there a little before noon because we thought we would maybe have to wait in a line, but we didn't. And the first and really only panel-ish thing that we did that day was the International Decora Day celebration. Yeah, which was which was cute. Yeah, it was. It was cute. Um, definitely, it was probably. I wouldn't be surprised if that was their first time doing that panel. Mm-hmm. Um. They they definitely didn't realize how how short their panel was. Right. Um, which is... Yeah, they were given yeah. an hour and a half. So, and I want to say they took maybe 45 minutes. No, um, it was only like 30 minutes. Was it only 30? Yeah. 
Um, so it was really short. Uh, also, given not a lot of people were there. Yeah, I felt kind of that, bad for them. That showed up. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and say, if you guys don't know what Jacora is, it is a J-pop or J fashion. J fashion trend that kind of translates to decorating oneself. So that's why it's called Decora. And it's just um best way to it, it's a maximalism, like on crack. It's uh um, Yeah, it's all about wearing accessories, accessories and um, over accessorizing yeah, and, and patterns layers. and colors and layers and mm-hmm. um things like that. So this a person or there's two people running the panel, but the one who gave the presentation uh, did a brief history, which was very informative. Yeah, it was cool. Yes, and went over some trends, some subgenres, you know, the decora, uh, fashion trends, and and like influential people. Yes, and in influential people. Decora culture. Yes, both in Japan and in the West. Yeah, because um, there are some bits and pieces of decora that the West has adopted, obviously, and it was cool. They had little baggies with uh, beads. Yeah, I was going to say the best part was that you can make your own. um, They're called candy bracelets. Bracelets, yeah. Yeah, um, but it's those just the plastic beads. You can make your own bracelet. They had different colors picked out. It was like a Mm -hmm. curated palette that they had. And you could make either a bracelet or, or a hair clip. Uh, and they had a lot of them, so we, you know, took several just oh, yeah. just for fun. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, um, and they also had trivia, mm-hmm. which I participated in. It was a little bit because I thought maybe I would retain some of it. You bombed. I I was awful, and the thing is that once I got up there, I was I was kind of like you know. I spent the whole time making that bracelet. I wasn't actually listening. Yeah. <laughs> I I just spent the whole time listen, or making the bracelet during the thing. And I thought, maybe these would be easy questions. And I feel like in my defense, some of them were not easy. No, they weren't. So... There was a lot of names. There was a lot of names, which uh, the other person wasn't too great with names either, but they were more into decor fashion than I was. So yeah. they already knew some of those facts. Um, honestly... Another reason, because, okay, I like to win prizes. So even if I don't win a prize, sometimes I just want to, like, ex- you know, have fun. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. And I'm glad that I did because nobody else wanted to do it. Yeah. So I had to be some sort of competitor, right? I mean, I was a terrible competitor, but this other person was pretty excited also to do the trivia. We were the only two people that got up. Yeah. So, um,. That's that. It was fun. Like I said, it was over pretty quickly. I'm pretty sure for the rest of the panel, they just spent their time making more bracelets, like in the in the room. Yeah. Um, we, though, since that was the first thing we did, we hadn't walked around yet. We were like excited to see the shopping because we love shopping. Yeah. We love shopping. Shopping is probably my favorite part of conventions. Oh, for sure. Uh, so we did the dealer's room first, and it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, A-Fest doesn't have... It's not the biggest convention, um, so it doesn't have, like, an... In, I mean, <laughs> comparatively, this is a very small dealer's, dealer's room. Dealer's room. I would, um, I would agree with that. But, like, it's not small, 
It's not like small, small. No, yeah. It's like still pretty good sized. Yeah, for sure. And they have plenty of stuff. Yes, they do. So we walked around. We met up with a friend. We looked at some things. A pretty, pretty good variety, um, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Of of things. I know sometimes we were we um, go to conventions and we every See the same every thing booth every looks booth. like the same booth yeah so i think that it was a pretty good mix oh definitely at, yeah. at this um at this convention let's see so i bought a figure on the first day mm-hmm. i i saw it and i was like that's it that's my that's my my uh, figure purchase yeah because that's one that's also one thing about like smaller conventions uh-huh. is that you have to nab what you can because there's not as much merch yes and it could be gone yeah it could be gone and that is the main reason why whenever i got this figure it was an anya and bond figure from spike's family and if you um by the time this comes out it we should have our uh, youtube short up of um everything that we bought the images of everything that we bought yeah we already have it on tiktok yeah so um, I saw it and I have never seen this figure before. Yeah. It's a decent price. It's $35. And it was the only one out. You know, like there weren't mm-hmm. multiple stacked on top of each other. It was the only one out. So I'm holding it and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I think I need to get this now. Like something tells me that this one isn't going to be around for long. So I nab it right away. Um, other than that, we kind of just, you know perused i yeah. would say um i bought dice that day because later we were playing D, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a sec um which the dice dealer that i went to um he had this really cool deal where um you had three d20s and if you rolled a natural 20 then you could get five dollars off yeah i rolled a one um, <laughs> <laughs> so i did not get five dollars off um, but they were still really well priced. Um, yes, and they're very cool. Yeah. So Made the well. ones that I have are liquid cores, uh, which means that there's liquid on the inside, and mine have eyes on, in them, so the eyes are always looking up, which is really cool. And it was only thirty five dollars. Yes. Which you know what? Pretty much everything we bought was like thirty five dollars, which is a good price. Yeah. That's a good price point. Um, um, I guess to kind of give it some comparison, I mean, I expect figures. To be more expensive. Um, uh, the personally. figures that we go for, I expect to be around $35. Maybe um, 40 I would say maybe 40 for some of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, okay, so one of them, two of them, uh, we'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this later. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, on, the, on, the later, on the later days, because I bought it on the second day, so we'll talk about it then. Okay, so we do our walking around the dealer's room. Um the the figure and the dice were the only thing that we bought yeah and then we start walking around the artist alley and uh we don't i mean we didn't we're just looking we take our time we take our time we I, take our time I, that's why we spent like <laughs> oh my god that's why anime frontier was such a was a kind of hellish yes, but like almost in a, in a kind of a good way though yeah, we say that with love we we really <laughs> take our time to make sure that we see everything because we will stop at boots that we know that we don't want anything at yeah but we're still gonna look at everything yeah because you never know you just never know that's mm-hmm. kind of what i've learned especially with some of these artist alleys where maybe 
I'm looking at them and most maybe most of the things I'm seeing are uh, Final Fantasy, Fire Emblem, stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, not look, not seeing it, not seeing, not seeing it. And then in the corner where the charms are, there's something that I want. And you know, yeah. you just have to really look and, and take your time sometimes. Um, so regardless, we start looking through the Ars Alley. We don't finish because we have a D&D meetup. Yes. So for the first time um, since... I, I mean, I say for the first time, we've only been, or us together have only been to A-Fest like one other time. Yeah. I've been to get, uh, get A-Fest a couple times. Mm-hmm. And one thing about A-Fest is that it's also Game Fest. Right. So it's technically two separate things, but it's the you get, same. You get a pass You for get both. both. You get a pass yeah. for both. And what Game Fest is, is that it is a little bit of video games. And then a lot of tabletop stuff. A lot of tabletop stuff. Um, So what they do is that they host... um, One of the things that they do is that they host um, D&D sessions. So they have a couple DMs or Mm -hmm. Dungeon Masters. And then you can sign up for time slots um, to run a campaign. Mm -hmm. Or like a one-shot. Yeah. And it's really cool. Um, They also do like people that make... um, like tabletops, um, they'll come there with their newest editions of mm-hmm. their games to like we'll prototype it. it, to demo it, mm-hmm. and so you want to learn how to play it. Yeah, play it with if you. you're really into tabletops, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't play D and I have never really been super into it. I've kind of I've been trying to dabble. It's one of those things where all of my friends like D and D. You know, and I feel like I'm just missing, I'm missing something, you know, like I'm like, at some point it it has to click for me and I'll get it. But I honestly still kind of don't get it. Like, yeah. like I'm getting a little closer to, to getting it. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I don't really play D&D. Um, you and I have, are kind of working through. Yeah. A, a, a tabletop. A tabletop right now. Um, so I was kind of on the fence because I feel like as someone who doesn't play D and D, um, going into play D and D with strangers is just kind of scary. Yeah, of course. So, you know, whenever you told me, yeah, it's going to be like eight people and, but it's okay. Like, cause we're all going to be like at the same lower level and yada, yada, yada. And I was finally like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And I think the real, um, I think the real final push was that our friend was going to play with us. Yes. And she is literally a walking rule book. And she's she, so good at D&D. She loves D&D she loves so it. much. It's a passion. And she's so good at it mm-hmm. that it made it easier for both of us. For both of us to have fun with it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, okay, we show up and it's a lot of people. Okay, yeah. So this is one thing that that I noticed. Um, so only, so I got, well, we got there first. Yes. And... There was only like six people signed up whenever we got there. Right. And then he kept accepting more people. People just kept showing up. So yeah. there was like a sign up. Like there was a a sign up. You signed up for a time slot. Mm-hmm. And that was only supposed to accept six people. 
correct? I think that was it. Yeah, Maybe. that's well, that's what it should have been. That's what it should have been. But then people who just kind of heard there was D&D at five o'clock would just walk up and be like, so y'all playing D&D? Can, can we join? And I get it. It's hard to say no. But she ended she with, just she just kept saying yes. We ended with nine people. We ended people. up with nine people. And we're like that's way too many yes even, okay so even the dm was like i've made a mistake <laughs> yeah so the thing is is that with tabletops like this honestly like four is the right amount mm-hmm. if your dm is really good mm-hmm. at like managing then six right but like it starts getting really complicated mm-hmm. and it starts getting really frustrating when there's more than four people yeah. Um, because you want everybody to have a chance to play. To have fun. Yeah. You're right. And then also combat starts getting really long. Yes. The more people that you have, the longer combat's going to be. And mm-hmm. for some people that don't like combat, that's a real deal breaker for them. Yeah. So essentially what happened was um, our DM had a friend. So the DMs are like they signed up to be a DM yeah. by the way. So they're like they volunteered to They're do like part of the convention. They have like the convention yeah, like a, they have their own special badges. Yeah, they have like a different a different kind of badge. So this person signed up for this and then another person who also signed up for it, they seemed to be friends, was just going to show up and kind of watch. I mean, he brought his dinner. So like, so <laughs> what it was was that um so there was they had two dms Mm -hmm. Uh, they had two volunteer dms and one of them wasn't going to start dming so this was friday they weren't going to start dming until saturday well that's what i'm trying to say so uh it's the reason that he was there was that he was going to play okay so and then yeah so he was going to play in the campaign that we signed up for okay um and then they were like, there's too many people. And we were like, please, please let us separate into a separate table. Right. So all of this is to say, I do feel bad for that guy. Yeah, I, I do. really do. So this guy, he was very, he was a good sport. And he was like, let me finish my dinner. And then we can, our uh, the group can split off and we can have a separate campaign. Yeah. And add another table. So... You know, we, so we we started a little late because we went with with his group. Um, so there's three of so the three of us friends. Yeah. Right. Like we came here to play D and D together. Everybody else kind of showed up on their own. Just yeah. saying. Um, well, one person came with his mom. And yeah. They, they and didn't they play didn't together. Play together. They didn't play together. Uh, so my thing with that is that let's see. So us three, him. And then that, yeah, I guess, and then it would be them too. So, yeah, never mind. Continue. So, we split off to play our, our other campaign. We started a little later to let this guy finish his dinner. Yeah. Um, and once I just want to say, like, props to him. Honestly, props to him because he kind of had everything already in his head. Like, for someone who wasn't ready to DM, he was. He seemed pretty prepared. Is all. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say he seemed like he was. He was a very knowledgeable guy, um, in the story that he wanted to tell and things like that. He was. He was a good DM. Um, we play. For me, 
it was a pretty i mean for me it was a good experience mm-hmm. um even the t- even the two strangers that we were playing with they were pretty cool guys yeah so it was fun um you got to do everything you got to be the hero yes apparently i was the hero of everything so i kept killing all the enemies Mm-hmm. All by myself during and making, the combat and doing all of the like intelligence checks and, and things I did like all that. the intelligence checks. Yes, it was um, an accident. Mm-hmm. It just kept happening. It's how the dice were rolled. Yeah. Um, but we did. In- we ended up cutting it short just because I got hungry. It was late, and we were just ready to go. So we did say we kind of made up an excuse and just said something came up. Uh, Eight o'clock. We have somewhere to be. Yeah. Bye. Um, and soon after that, it seemed like the the game just kind of like stopped anyway. Yeah. So uh, overall, it was fun. I think I would, I think I would do it again. Oh really? I think I would also want our friend to be there again, though. Yes, definitely. I yeah. don't think like no offense. I don't know if just the two of us. Oh no, I would make it where she yeah. really she, she really carried the table carried the table as far as vibes go. Yeah. So. All I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to say about like, that. <laughs> my my optimal setup would be you, me, her, mm-hmm. and then maybe some of her friends. Right. Yeah. So that we all have like this same, like, at least kind of know each other. Yeah. Um, and they're all into D&D. Right. So they would probably have the same, if not similar, Im- or similar, if not the same energy as energy her. Energy as her, yeah. So it would just be a good time. Right. Yes. Um, but it was it was a good time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that was our first day. That was the end of that. Mm-hmm. So second day. That but was also the longest that we were. At that the was convention. the longest that we, we were there. We've grown. I'll we're talk. So I'll, old. I might talk more about this later. <laughs> we're so but old. We we're so old now, <laughs> and we get to the convention at like 10, 8, 10, 11 a.m., and then by like five o'clock. Um, we're ready to go home. We're ready, ready to, to go, go get dinner and sit yeah. on the couch and <laughs> watch anime. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like, I'm not, uh, I say 20 something. Um, you know, I'm not like a young 20 something anymore. Yeah, and you know, another big part of that is um, having a place to reset. So yeah. obviously things would be different if we stayed at the hotel. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, because um, then we could just go up and maybe take like an hour long nap and then we'd be ready to do more convention things. I yeah. genuinely believe that. Yeah. Since we don't we... have to think about parking. We wouldn't have to, we wouldn't have to think about parking. We wouldn't have to think about traveling just in yeah. general. So we traveled about uh, we would drive about 30 minutes every day right. to and from. Um, so it was a little bit um, we to try to save as much money, uh, we try to only go to conventions that we can drive to. Right. Um, and then, once again, we try to stay there as long as we want to because of parking. We also yeah. pay for parking. Yeah, parking, um, this was in the middle of Dallas. So, parking was at a minimum, technically at a minimum $15 if you did it ahead of time right. um, at that one parking lot. But right. at a minimum, it's going to be a 20, 20 plus. Yeah. So... All of that is to say that sometimes it's hard for us to stay at conventions late. Yeah. Um, we thought about going back late on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But then once again, well, so we, we went to the convention, we came back home, and then we were at home. And we yeah. were like, I don't want to drive back to the convention. Another thing about it is that there are some, 
you know, there are some interesting panels, but like panels just I'm just not as interested in a lot of panels anymore. Right. I mean, it's it's a thing where you have to weigh if it'll be worth your time. Yeah, definitely. And for me, I always want it I I want it to be worth my time because I paid for it. Oh, definitely. You know what yeah. I mean? I want to do as many things that the convention offers because I paid for that experience. Mm-hmm. And part of that is that I do wish that I had more energy and more drive to do all the late night stuff because oh some, my of, gosh, yeah. some of that stuff does seem interesting. And especially at this convention, some of the late night stuff wasn't even necessarily adult oriented. Mm-hmm. Some of them were just games. And I love, I love games at anime conventions. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's almost as if, if we don't stay at a, at the hotel, or closer to the convention site, it's really hard to stay late. Oh, definitely. I mean, for example, we if you guys listen to our, our WeepCon uh, episode, because we only lived 15 minutes away, it was really easy for us to go back and forth. Yeah. A lot. Like, that was nothing to us. And I, if, you know, it just, it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, moving on, though, to mm-hmm. the, the convention experience. So, on Saturday, we... show up do our thing the first and only panel that we go to on saturday is the um nintendo family feud yeah which was um noon 30 yeah and it was a fun game it was it was a fun game they had some um some difficult questions they They had had a lot they had easy ones and they had difficult ones Um, they did make a point though to say that these were all questions that they did not pick out themselves or answers. Answers. answers they did not pick out the answers themselves they were like questionnaire answers yes these were sur- the survey said yes you know just like family feud yeah and um though i will say unlike family feud um they had a two-hour time slot <laughs> so i would just love to say to those people i i obviously don't want to give criticism where it isn't wanted yeah but it should have been two rounds two yeah it should have been two rounds so essentially they picked their 10 people because it was an it was an open family feud so if you wanted to play you could play they picked their 10 people so five on each team at the beginning of the panel and then they pick they played we got through 15 rounds 15 rounds with them so that's 15 questions we were there for about an hour yes and that is too much yeah not just as a viewer, as someone who is watching the or watching the panel, but I'm sure that for some of those contestants, they were like, "When can I stop?" Yeah, because like two of the, for example, two of the contestants were kids. Yes, so, like little kids. Yeah, like they really didn't know what they were getting into. No, um, they they were like, "Okay, a fun game," and yeah. I like Nintendo. And once again, some of these questions were hard. Some of them were easy. Um, so I think that the panel would have been better if they ended after, I mean, they did like 10 rounds. If they, I mean, if it was like family feud where they did maybe five questions, yeah, five questions at most. And then, um, winning team gets a prize and then we break up, do new people. Yeah. We needed to keep it cycling. Mm, I agree. So while it was a fun panel, I would say I, my, 
constructive criticism to it is that it needed um, multiple rounds with different people mm-hmm. because we we left early. We were tired of it. Yeah, I mean, it gets <laughs> it, anything like that gets tiring after an hour. Right. I yeah. mean, I can think of very few panels that I've been to that I'm like, oh, boy, it's two hours long. Right. Yeah. So we left early. We left about 30 minutes um, before it actually ended. And then we met up with my sibling in the artist alley. We finished the artist alley this time. Which I do want to point out one thing about the artist alley, which I we probably pointed out about last time we went to um, Animate Fest, mm-hmm. is that the artist alley is free. Yes, it's free. So if you want to just go to the artist alley part of a fest you are welcome to and that is how my sibling keeps getting in because that's all they care about which is totally valid Mm -hmm. um so we finish going around we get some boba we are doing our thing the boba was really good (laughs) okay so we have never had isn't it called boba addiction yeah something like that so boba addiction is a is a boba food truck in the dallas the dfw area and they are at every convention. Mm-hmm. They are. We see them. And we just never get it. Because we're like, oh, overpriced boba yeah. at the convention. Also, the line is always long because they're the only boba place. Yeah. Uh, multiple factors for why we don't. And for some reason, Saturday, we were just craving it. We yeah. were like, we want, a little, we, want a, we want a little drink, you know? So we waited in the line. It wasn't too bad. Because another thing about them is that there's five items on the menu. Like, you, you're you not going to get a lot of options. You just got to pick your drink and go. Yeah. Um, We got our boba, and it was so good. It was so <laughs> it good. It was so good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I, it wasn't super overpriced. It wasn't super overpriced. I just thought it would be. Yeah, you know, I also brain. thought it would be because, you know, it's convention food. It's convention food. Convention food is always expensive. So we had a little boba break. We just kind of walked around. We took... a a few pictures yeah um and that was also once again the end of our day we thought we could make it no it wasn't oh there is one other there thing was one other thing that happened There's we got a quest other, we got a quest oh my goodness it was it was fun so essentially we're just walking around minding our business and then this guy these two guys come up to us and they're like hey can you can you help us out with something they're like, would you like to do a quest? Would you like to do a quest? And we're like, we're killing time. Yeah, and Love these to are do a quest. <laughs> these are like, um, like Ren Fair looking guys. Yes, like ones doing in chain the ma- accent as yeah, well. Yeah, like ones in chainmail and has axes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, yeah, we would love to do a quest. Hello, and there and the the main guy is like, what was his name? Oh my god, started with a C. I don't remember. Oh, no. Coat. Coat. Yes, that's right. Coat. So Coat is like, you see, my wife is very ill and um, she needs medicine. And I need you to find the wizard that has the medicine. My bodyguard will help you out over here. He's paying off his bar tab. And we're like, all right. Yeah. Cool. And then we got to roll for perception. Perception, yeah. Got to roll for perception to get some hints for what this wizard looked like. He's a guy, we were like, he's a guy with a beard in dark robe and a staff with a crystal. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. So we walk around the artist alley and we get led to a dummy wizard. Yeah. So 
there's this was a this was a, a thought out two step process, right? We get coerced to meet up with this dummy wizard who is a guy who is like a wizard with sunglasses on. Yeah. <laughs> and his staff is a stick with a glow stick in it. Um and we're like do you have the potion? And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Do you do you have the potion for the?" Yeah, we're like, we're here with we're here with coat or from coat. From coat we need, and we need like the potion. This potion. And he's like, "All right, I got something for you, but don't <laughs> don't don't tell anybody, okay? Don't tell anybody." And he hands me uh, like a little vial, a little craft vial. And there's just grass in it. Like, just straight up, like, blades of grass. Yeah. Um, he's like, do with that what you will. Yeah. Like, he's right. like, for recreational use. Yes, for recreational use. Um, so we're like, okay, cool. So we go back, we find Coat. And I'm like, here, this is what the wizard gave us. He was like, this is grass. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I asked for a liquid. <laughs> I asked for a and liquid. And this is a solid. <laughs> yeah. He's like, maybe this will be a nice tea. I don't know. But can you help? Can you go find a liquid? And, you know, we got to ask him a couple of questions. Like, I had to make sure. I was like, okay, this is only in this room, right? <laughs> and it, it was. Um, regardless, we end up getting to the actual wizard. Oh, my gosh. This is where it gets embarrassing. It gets so embarrassing. It's about to be real embarrassing, guys. So we get to this actual wizard who has the potion that we need. But he says that we have to answer his riddle. And we couldn't do it. It was painful. It was... I couldn't even look at him. What was, goes around the world but stays in the corner? Which I bet... Which I bet is like baby's first riddle. Like... Oh, so embarrassing. And we could we not figure it out. We stared at each other not being able to figure it yeah. out. And even my sibling came um, because they were away. And then they came and I was like, oh my God, come, 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 come. And then I told them the riddle, and I was like, please help us. And they were like, I love D&D, but this is why my DM never puts in riddles. Yeah, and then the <laughs> wizard let us roll to use our cell phones, and we failed both rolls. And we then, and we, then we all went around, and we all failed the roll. Yeah. And then finally... Then he was you, like, I'll let you roll again, advantage, so you can roll again. And then I rolled like an 18 or something, and I was yeah, like, okay. And I was I'll, like, here, take my phone. Yeah. Uh, looked it up. It's a stamp. Yeah, it's a stamp. It was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. And I know that I could, like I said, I couldn't even look at them because I know that him and the bodyguard guy who's like in on this were like these fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but we get our potion, we give it to Coat, and Coat says it's poison. So there's that. And then uh, he lets us keep. Yeah. Where is that, by the way? It should be in your backpack. Okay. Somewhere. Yeah, so it's just like goo. It's just goo. I'm I'm, I'm a sure little scared to take it out. No, it's I think just I'm like, just gonna leave it in. No, I think it's like a like a you're supposed to leave it in. Oh, I think okay. it's decorative. Oh, it's a decorative okay. goo. Okay. It's not actually like liquid liquid. Mm-hmm. So it's a decorative goo. Um, so that was a fun little quest that yeah. we a fun little run around that we had at AFES, and that was actually the last thing that we did. Yeah, we bought stuff that day though. That was our that was our buying day. You bought things. Did I buy things? You uh, bought a print. I bought, I bought stuff that day. I guess you bought a print. Maybe it's my buying day. You bought a charm. I bought. Oh wait, you bought penguins. I bought penguins. I bought three penguins and a charm. That's mm-hmm. true. So I found a lanyard 
my first go around. And then I forgot what booth it was at. It was a lanyard that had sea creatures on it. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't find it again. And then we never and then saw we it never again. saw it again. Which might just be somebody bought it and, you know, they took it off the display. Yeah. That's totally possible because we looked. We looked a couple times. A couple of times to try and find this lanyard. I will just have to get one later. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I bought a few figures, or I bought two figures. Mm-hmm. And what I was saying earlier about the stuff that we bought was all about $35. Right. Um, was wrong because this place had a weird deal where it was like, it was like. Buy two for 50. It was buy two for 50, but buy one for like 35. 35. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, okay, like all of these figures probably retail for about 30 35 anyway yeah and so like of course you should buy two yeah of course i should buy two so i bought two right um, <laughs> yeah i mean they're two that we that we like yeah, and we yeah want, i liked it but ba- but were we maybe suckered into one maybe oh yeah definitely <laughs> but i'm fine with both of them. oh yeah i'm happy yes, with for both sure. of them for sure uh so that was saturday sunday 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 um we psychology well, first, oh, before that. No, before that. The swap meet. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So we have never done a swap meet Big before. Sad. There's one for every... There's usually one at every anime convention Sunday morning because the idea is that you maybe accidentally bought a gotcha bag that has things that you don't want. Yeah. So this is your chance to maybe trade and get something that you do. But it's all maybe, right? That's how this works. And, excuse me. We was, had a couple things. We had a, we had three we had yeah, three items. I, we had a you you had a figure. Yeah, that I got from a gotcha. That you got from a gotcha. At that you but a year ago. Yes. Um. So you had this uh figure from a gotcha, and then I suggested that we would, I mean, just to try and you know the more items you have, the more likely you can trade, right? Yeah. I said we should bring two of our um anime textbooks. Because maybe somebody will want them. And we have two copies, so mm-hmm. why not? Um, and nobody wanted any of our Yeah, stuff. nobody wanted any of our stuff, which really sucked. Um, yes. I traded one of my figures for Your a figure. figure for one. Or I figured, yeah, for a, a figure from the same series. So kind of net win on that. Kind of never, um, yeah. But like the stuff that we really wanted, they didn't want to trade they for didn't our stuff. Trade for so it. you know what's really interesting hmm. is that I noticed a lot of people that were at the swap meet were also vendors. So what makes me think is that the swap meet is kind of for vendors that have merch that they can't sell anymore. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the people that were at the swap meet had a ton of stuff laid out. Yes. And some of them, it was obvious that they were actual people. Like, yeah. you know, like us. Like, you know, um, a lot of them, I noticed, actually, they're, they are subscribed to Loot Crate. So they get all of this shit from Loot Crate oh. and they don't. And they, they don't want it all, you know? Yeah. So all of those t-shirts that we saw... Those are all Loot Crate t-shirts. Like, so many of them on the label you could see it was Loot Crate. Oh. So, Loot Crate, honest, Loot Crate is funding the swap meets. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Every Any any kind of um, monthly subscription box, um, fan-related, fan, fan related yeah. is funding these swap meets. Because 
obviously you're going to get stuff that you want, stuff that you don't. Yeah. Um, so I also want to say that it's obvious that some of these people were just subscribed to Loot Crate and they have this just collection, you know, of things that they don't want. Yeah, of course. Um, and that they it was obvious. Some of them, like the, um, I got, I got the fuzzy cat paws. Mm. Obviously those were things that were in storage, yeah. you know, like they were like in the vacuumed bags. Um, so those were obviously from people who were like collectors also there was one person one i guess vendor Mm -hmm. that was that really confused me Mm -hmm. because they had a ton of retro stuff right um like they had like a gamecube and they had a modified game boy sp or game boy advance yeah and yeah yeah and like that stuff that's like people would straight up buy right like and the rules of swap meet no money can be involved yeah yeah. So I'm just I was just a little confused that they were there because it, they mm-hmm. they seem like they should have just been a vendor. Right. Or they should have just tried to sell it. Yeah. Meaning like, oh, whoopsie, um, <laughs> that they seem they seemed like, like I said, maybe they were a vendor, but mm-hmm. this this is stuff that they just couldn't sell. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had like a GameCube. They had a bunch of retro right, stuff. Yeah, I, I remember. And yeah. like. I don't know. They just seemed like kind of out of place. <laughs> I'm like, I see that stuff and I'm like, are you going to, are you really willing to trade for that? Yes. There are definitely, I definitely saw some things that were like, are you sure we're trading now? Yeah. Like, like what could I even possibly trade for this? Yeah, exactly. And like, so, I mean, there are, there are some figures like I tried to trade for a, for a, a Homer, a figure mm-hmm. and that like figure and some of the other figures that were around there, they were like it's high quality so. figures. It was a high quality And figure. I'm like, who do you think is coming to this swap meet that is going to that trade? That has on- something that you want. Yeah. Because we tried. Yeah. We were like, we have three items. I mean, this is all we got. Yeah. What do you like? And yeah, these yeah. books are like $50 each. Like, <laughs> yeah, so whatever, yeah. like, and they weren't interested. Yeah, because I saw some like Figma figures as well. Like, yeah. well, that was a good smile company. So that's mm-hmm. like the same company that does Figma, mm-hmm. but like some Figma brand figures there as well. And I'm like, no one is going to bring things of that high quality to trade right, with you. To trade with you. Like, it, yeah, it, and it, I, I also, yeah, it just, so it was an experience. We yeah. didn't get exactly what we want out of it yeah but i still consider it a win yeah i mean you got to trade your figure i got something yeah paul not my first choice and but also, you got it for free i got it for free because they didn't want any of our stuff and they were like honestly just take it yeah and i was like oh cool i will um we did that then we did anime psychology yes so the uh, a&m texas Com- a&m commerce texas a&m commerce um some psychology department yeah has uh been doing research on anime fans in the anime fandom for years now and last year we took their survey very funny they used our picture in their presentation they did. that was so they funny they found us yeah. on twitter and they used our picture <laughs> they, in their um, presentation. they they follow kanichi huh? oh yeah that doesn't twitter. surprise me that doesn't surprise me because we did at them we promoted them yeah um uh, things like that so uh, and this was them um, just letting us know the what they have just dis- what they have discovered so far, right? Yes. Yeah, so because, it, um, they're the international anime research team. Yes, it is international. Yes. Um, but obviously, most of their 
uh, surveys are done in America, yeah. and then the next part is in U- UK, Europe. But they do, they do internet. It is international. Yeah, truly. they they only do in English though. Like that's yes, their limitation. Yes, they're, it's only um, in English. If you want to go do their survey, which I hope you do, mm-hmm. um, they're on Twitter. Their at is anime underst- underscore survey. And then they have a link to their um, survey in their bio. Yes, you have to be 18 to complete it. So no minors. Sorry. Um, uh, because then they'd have to get yeah. consent. Parental, but con- pers- consent, per- parental like consent. Anyway, um, so this was them giving us some other findings because a part of research is to report your findings to the, um, the public that you are studying, which is something I learned mm-hmm. in school. Um, so... Yeah, this was just them giving us numbers. Giving it was us really num- cool. Yes, they're just giving us the numbers, numbers back. Yeah, um, and he was so he was so funny, he was so adorable. How he was like, "I'm one of y'all, so please do not be offended by this information yeah, because some he, of it is very cringy <laughs> and stereotypical." Yeah, he kept being like, the "You're numbers, gonna hate me for this." The numbers don't lie <laughs> so there's a lot of very obvious things yes yeah, so um, things but like, it's nice to just see it in numbers right so i mean things like most of the cis men are single and also anime fandom is mostly uh cis straight men and um and things like oh if you watch hentai you objectify women more often than more people often that than don't people that don't which is correlates to other uh, pornographic studies yeah. so they had a lot of information we love information mm-hmm. we love numbers and psychological research there was one obviously lonely guy in the back yes bless uh, his soul yes i wonder what was his oh he was like it's f- oh yeah there was a statistic that was how many um female anime fans are dating yeah. And how many how many male anime fans are dating? And according to the statistics, more women in the anime fan, fandom spaces are dating, are in a relationship and than their male counterparts. So there are more men in the anime spaces that are single. Yeah. Is what uh what it says. And this guy was like, "Isn't that kind of funny?" Isn't that kind of funny? Yeah, he's that like, doesn't it take two to make a relationship? Doesn't it take two to make a relationship? Come on, ladies. And of course, I'm like, well, first of all, lesbians. Second of all, yeah, the guy, ew. the the presenter, <laughs> the presenter, he was like, well, you can also date outside the fandom. Yeah, maybe these anime fans are not dating other anime fans yeah so yeah he was like trying to make i don't know what he was trying to do if he was trying to like find a hole in the in the in the research yeah that would make him feel less lonely but um he asked another question later but i don't remember what it was i don't remember what it was it was also along the lines of why are you so lonely um but sorry to just pick on that guy for a second yeah um very interesting numbers we love numbers we went and well we completed the cert because it is they had the paper surveys there but you could have also completed online yeah so we did it online um yeah interesting stuff they ask interesting questions in my opinion Mm -hmm. and we'll see what they have to say next year oh yeah definitely (laughs) yes for sure 
then we just closed out the day. We walked around everywhere again once more. Uh, me and attempts to maybe finding that keychain, which I never did, but that's fine. And then we went to the, we went back to the dealer's room because there were a few things that I was like maybe on the last day. And guess what, guys? It was all gone because I waited for the last day. Yep. So it's how the cookie crumbles. No more shopping for me. That's fine. Then we, like I said, we wanted to go back. We wanted to go back on Sunday, but we didn't. Yeah. Because um, the cosplay contest was like 7 at p.m. At 7 p.m. on Sunday. Which is pretty late. It's pretty late, and it's usually not on a Sunday. It's usually just on Saturday. I just want to point that out. It's usually on a Saturday. Um, my only reason for why I think it might be on Sunday was because this convention also spans to Monday. Runs until Monday, which is unusual for a convention. Very unusual. So this is probably like... The this, longest this convention, convention is like the longest convention I've been to because you can pick up on Thursday and then the convention doesn't end till Monday. The convention doesn't end until Monday. The last panel ends at three, and I don't know when the artist alley and the dealer's room close. Yeah, but just to give an idea of when how long it runs. Anyway, we wanted to go back on Sunday because of the cosplay contest, and there was a late night. Uh, 18 plus panel that I wanted to go to called Tuna Tank which was a spoof which was going to be a spoof of Shark Tank the idea of bringing ridiculous product ideas and presenting them to the people who are running the thing and maybe you get a prize if you know it, I mean that sounds like good fun to me I'm always you know I'm always gung-ho for whatever you want to do mm-hmm I'm just always wary of things like that uh, <laughs> when it comes to the audience, especially it, when it comes to the audience being the one no, that that's does so fair. it. That is so fair. Because there are a lot, a lot of, of people who have a lot of confidence and no humor factor. No humor factor. No comedic. They're not funny. Factor. There are a lot of them, especially in the anime community. Who think... Who well, think they're hilarious. The thing is that they're with their people. Yeah. They think that this is where they're going to shine. And more often than not, they don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Sorry to say that. As, but I don't mean to bring down confidence because I know it's hard out here. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do that. But it's because I have humility. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, okay, so... Did I just bring back a memory for you? (laughs) Well, the thing is, is that, like, you know, I... This is one part of me that I'm saying, like, oh, I'm getting old. I don't want to do... Like, these panels don't appeal to me anymore because I don't want to get up and, like, do them anymore. Mm -hmm. Because, like, whenever I first started going to conventions... I was gung-ho to um, volunteer for panels. You were the winner of Waifu Warfare. At two different conventions. At two different conventions. Yeah, so I am, like, familiar with, like, getting up and doing panels. Mm -hmm. But, like, I... Kids nowadays... I say kids loosely. People younger than myself. And some people older than myself. (laughs) They have no shame. The internet has taken away their shame. They have no shame. There are people that were filming TikToks in the middle of the hall. Like had their water bottle down on the floor, their phone. Or like in the middle of the lobby. In the middle of the lobby. Yeah, had their phone against it on the floor and then would just back up and start their TikTok. And it's like obviously people are gonna walk like some people had the the sense to not walk in the 
in front of them. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, how do you think that you you can demand this space right now? So, okay. I'm not going to lie. I thought about purposefully walking in front of her. I'm not going to lie. Because I... Because I... These TikTok (laughs) kids. Please follow us on TikTok. Please follow us on TikTok. (laughs) At Kanichi Ha. At Kanichi Ha. Please. (laughs) But also, we don't get it because... um, And it's a it's a double-edged sh- uh, sword having humility because sometimes i wish i didn't i wish i also could just do a silly little tiktok dance do a little lip sync and people like it because yeah. you know i mean i know that there there's an audience for it obviously there's obviously an audience for it and like but here i am with my damn shame i know here i am with my shame <laughs> and not i can barely do this podcast guys <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um you know it's ironic because i i just don't get tiktok mm-hmm. like i want to run it i want to run our tiktok and be successful right. but like i don't want to do the, the kids like, are doing. i don't want to do what the, the kids are doing like I'm, I could do like the filters okay, and things yeah, like that. Fine. But like I, I want to put in effort. <laughs> okay. Like, um, yeah. It like have the some thing, production. The things that are so popular are the things that like f- anyone from like fourteen, twelve, ten mm-hmm. could do. Ten year olds could do. Right. And are doing. And so I'm like. How is this popular? Mm-hmm. It's just crazy to me. Because I'm also the type of person that, like, doesn't really watch um, people do things. Like, you know, I don't watch, like, streamers and things like that, really. Okay, yeah. And so, like, I just don't get it. Right. It's on. It is, yeah. So... In conclude some closing thoughts. Yeah, closing about the thoughts. convention. I would like to first say that this was a very family friendly convention. Yeah, it was. Um, you have made a point that this convention bans soliciting. Yes. Which means no step on me signs. Which I will say this. Um, I don't know. I've always wondered this. Who enforces that? Who enforces the rules? The Be- staff. The because the thing is, is that. Like they also have a room ru- a rule for no speakers, um, no walk around speakers. But right. there was some like there were some. little kids with or teenagers with their speaker playing mm-hmm. Tota KK cover songs. Yes, I do remember that. Um, maybe it maybe because it was kind of soft, kind of soft. Yeah. Um, but so it going back to my point though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It is, it is a pretty family-friendly, family-safe It's convention. probably our most family-friendly family family convention friendly near us. Convention, um, also just in the sense that there were a lot of kids. Oh, yeah, definitely. There were a lot of kids. Um, more kids than... And by than kids, I, we mean, like, young kids. We mean, like, elementary. Yeah. Like, young kids. Um, more kids than I'm used to seeing at anime conventions, typically. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's a plus. I mean, if, if that's the kind of... An, uh, fan environment that you were looking yeah, for. Yeah, this is a great convention to take your family to. Yes, it is. Like, definitely. there were definitely plenty of families of, like, 
dad, mom, and then like eight-year-old. Like strollers old. even. Yeah, strollers. Like literally kids, yeah. bring your kids. There's actually one comedic point in my – a little comedic point in um, my memory of when this um, this family, they had a – like a, it would look like a big wagon. Yeah. Right? Like it wasn't a stroller, but it wasn't a wagon because it was tall. Oh, no. It was a wagon. Like it I was get tall, what you mean. though. You yeah. know what I mean? Though? No. they. Yeah. yeah that's a new – yeah. Is that a new thing? Yeah. Okay, whatever. They had two kids in there. And the thing is that they left the the wagon thing kind of far back so they could walk up to a panel and not crowd the or walk up to the artist and not crowd the artist. And then a cosplayer walked by and you could just tell in his mind he was like, Whose kids are these? Like yeah. no one is next to them right now. Not that it was like a scary situation. Yeah. Because the they were they the were, right, were there. right there. They were right there, but, but it was yeah. a moment of like where are your parents? Um, but there were a lot of kids there. Yeah. Um, so that's positive. Uh, I will say that um, if you are into voice actors, not the best place. I'm not trying to diss yeah. anybody who, any voice actor who did show up. Y'all are very talented. Yeah. But it was a short list. I'll say mm. that. It was a short list of voice actors. Which makes sense because this, this is, is a... Um, it's a nonprofit. Yeah, it's a nonprofit convention. So, so they don't have the money for, you know, Yuri, uh, what's his name? Oh, well, regardless, big names. Big names, the, yeah. So um, if meet and greets are kind of your thing, maybe not mm. not here. I still think the panels are very fun. Yeah. I love games. Games are good. Good presentations. And I even the ones that we didn't go to, it seemed like some of them would be good presentations. The ones that, like the um, history of Japan for an otaku kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I think that's it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Not really. Um, we went to this convention last year and it was pretty much like just as good. Uh, yeah. We bought plenty of stuff last year at this convention, and we got plenty of stuff this year at this convention. Yeah. And this isn't even our shopping convention. Nope. <laughs> nope, we have to wait for December for that mm-hmm. one. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Kanichi Yeehaw Podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.